practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. So, so soup talk. Well, Casey's getting his uh, Casey's getting his uh, setup going, but we had to we had to get we had to get it recording because God forbid we miss any pearls. Soup talk. We're talking JP stews. soup talk. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> stew! I'm going broth. We've done stew before or cream based. Oh, are you doing Park Slope Brooklyn broths? Hipster oh, yeah, broths, fishbone broth. <laughs> so tell us about your soup. Oh yeah, I gotta show you. I'm gonna show Henning the picture of the baby. Oh yeah, huh. profile shot. Sweet. It's in an amniotic soup. Mmm. <laughs> speaking, yeah, baby soup. So, are you gonna eat the placenta like a creep? I'm saving it like a I'm monster. I'm saving it mm. like your wedding cake <laughs> for when you guys visit or we come to New York. Oh, you're gonna feed <laughs> us some little bits and morsels, just like yeah. that that creepy cheapskate that her. Her, her co-worker's <laughs> garbage. Here, guys. I made this. Ooh, it's a nice pate. Here's a tasty morsel. Henning, no, there's some on your lip. You need you need every bite. Every <laughs> last bite. I saw. That was on, like, one of those. So, real quick, Henning got us a pair. Of new, new. We got new cans on the pod. Yeah. We're rocking new oh, cans. I was going to say, it looks good. You guys are looking good. Old Hansi isn't, Hansi isn't used to quality. So I'm, no I'm more like, no more Corona Mexican Kamish cans. I can hear now. I can hear. <laughs> um, there was an episode of you remember that show HBO's Real Sex. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, it was scumbummy. Like they pitched it sure. like it was like this sensual HBO sh- reality show. Like learn about learn about what happens behind bedroom doors. And it always ended up uh-huh. being like old gay men that like live on a lake beach, nude lake beach or oh, something. Yeah. It's horrendous. It was, it was supposed to be like, we're going to introduce sort of the stuffy uninitiated Americans to like the East West coast, like groovy sexual freedom. Mm. And it was all, you know, it was always like a woman who makes dildos out of potatoes. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> an up, That's how upstate they New York <laughs> penis worship farm. And it's just a bunch of fat old white guys who make, like, with chainsaws, make penis sculptures <laughs> exactly. out of tree trunks. That's and how they, they tried to relate to Middle America. Yeah. They had one episode <laughs> dedicated to eating placentas, and it was the fucking grossest thing. It was like they had a special party around it, and they made. All different sorts of finger treats out of placenta. They were munching Oof. on this thing, and they showed it's not an attractive cut of meat, if you will. And uh, they just oh, showed just them the, simmering it up. Is it even a sack? the sack that filters nutrients for your child? Is not a tasty cut. No, it's like it's la basura, like we were talking about. It's that garbage <laughs> meat. But even that one, because the the question is, uh, I'll pose it to you, Henning: Is that cannibalism? If you eat your own, hmm. If you eat the placenta, if you like they were feeding I, it to others too. Technically, yeah, it has to be I right. Yes, yeah, right. I I would I would say probably yes. Uh, and so you get the taste for human flesh. Oh, they're ravenous now. Oh, for placenta meat, just like some dirty hobo <laughs> who's like, you're gonna eat that? Get out of here! Get out oh, of the room! God, they're just like. The Morlocks that live in the sewers, like they're always raiding the hospital garbage 
for the placenta sacs. My God, that's kind of like- I have a taste for it now. I have a taste for it. That's kind of like a funny little bit you could put if you were like writing like a vampire character or somebody like- like kind of like a preacher s Cassidy character who is a vampire who has a heart, so he has to find his, he has to quench, quelch, squelch his urges somewhere else. So he's always looking at those baby dumpster placenta bins. I don't know what they do with placentas. Throw them in a bonfire or something. <laughs> they would have in they Watertown, South a, Dakota. You know what this bonfire they go needs? A biohazard. Needs a goose a placenta. <laughs> goose carcass and a placenta. <laughs> throw it on old tire. What if that placenta appetizer is like the the magic berries and it rewires your taste buds so you can't taste anything else? <laughs> like everything tastes like shit wow, that, except for it's like it we're not quite in October yet but it sounds like a tales from the crypter <laughs> yeah, or a twilight nice. zone. Twilight zone, yeah. Too spicy for twilight I used zone. I love food. They say that oh yeah, it's a food critic. Oh, yeah. Food critic that <laughs> that is like an Andrew Zimmern esque like garbage eater who eats testa, yeah, testa garbage. eater who's like has to have the, uh, you know Andrew Zimmern's had placenta yeah. so he has a little suckle of placenta and then he's like but nothing nothing compares now <laughs> so he has to go around eating like you know human buttholes and shit <laughs> got to be human meat. <laughs> I can only eat human buttholes. Because he eats his share of buttholes, so he has to sneak Oh, that's the whole hook of the show. It's all dicks and buttholes. And I'm not knocking the show. I like I like watching it. It's interesting. Got a little culture behind it. Goes to Maine and eats bugs with some crusty hippies that live on a nude gay lake beach. I'm obsessed <laughs> with lake beaches right now. I don't know why. Gay lake beaches, yeah. <laughs> Something wrong with lakes. Everything's wrong with the... You like a good lake, Henning, or do you like an ocean? Lake beaches. Are they beaches? No. Uh, well, we had a place called Sandy Shores. Sandy Shores. They're shores. Sand, the, like, if you could call it sand. Was it? Was it a little <laughs> rocky? All the well, all the lake beaches in, in Watertown, like, Sandy Shores was as close as you'd get, but it was still, like, broken bottle, like, clamshell shards, like... Remember, it's like the streets of 1800s New York. Yes. It was just detritus <laughs> and sharp shit. It had Rocks. a uh, Sandy Shores was a, a lakefront uh, destination in Watertown, and it had the rustiest metal slide. Do you remember this, Casey? It had just oh, yeah, a tall yeah. metal slide about mm, six feet out Wait, into no, the no, lake. No, Hans, that was Tetanus Beach, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> but this slide was so horrendously dangerous one because it was like the old slides that they could never get away with now with a tiny lip on the slide it was weight side of the slide which was way too high but it was on a it was it would get 120 degrees hot and it (laughs) wasn't a water slide so it wasn't like slick with water it, all the it water would sheet, dry. It was sheet metal. It was sheet metal. It would get sticky. Your skin would, like, you would just burn. <laughs> I can't tell you how many yeah. times I would start to go down on it. And it would just, I'd skid on this hot metal and just have to, like, like I was in, like I was on Omaha Beach. Like I was on Juno <laughs> Beach. Like just crawl over the side and fall like a, like a flabby piece of corpse into the water. You leave a. A bubbling trail of flesh behind. Yeah. And and if you want, it's like take a baking sheet, throw it in the oven for 20 minutes on 400, take it out, put it at an angle and just throw a piece of raw bacon on it and see what happens. Like that's just like, (laughs) 
exactly it. You're lubricated by your own burning fat. Oh my god. And then if anybody knows what walking out into a lake feels like, these lakes it was not sand. It was mm. the most awkward, rocks. bulky rocks with moss on them. So you're just trying to navigate out. God forbid you didn't have a pair of aqua socks. You're trying to navigate your way out there. Just not, the, uh, the goal was not to twist your ankle. Like it was oh, yeah, so no, hard. Or slip off a you rock thought, and bang your toe on another rock. Oh, yes. Exactly. Oh, it's the sharp machine. You would have thought after we won World War II, we stole all of Germany's rubble and just poured it into our lakes because it was like walking on a shelled city. It was just jagged, sharp, pointed rocks everywhere. Yeah. You couldn't. Um, oh, I, I was, I was trying. Oh, and, and then you the always. The slimiest monster fish. Like yes. there's all you'd always feel something sliming on your leg. Oh God, that's the worst. And and what could it be? It had to be a goddamn bullhead or something greasy like that. Oh, fucking lakes! Lick, I hate them. Licking the salt off your skin. I'm listing lakes. I'm listing lakes. Uh, uh, yeah, and you'd have to. Um, God, I keep. I, I I almost. Oh, you'd always hear the story, and these people list lakes too. They're like. Got to be careful with lakes because speedboats it'll shift the uh, it'll shift the sediment. So y'all, every year you go, don't dive off that dock because it would like mm-hmm. yesterday it was seven feet Four deep and today it's six inches deep. And somebody, some <laughs> asshole, some farm boy yeah. would stop making out with another farm hand and and jump in and break their crack their neck. I don't know what it, I feel like it was like a Ricky Lake. It's funny that we're talking about lakes. But a Ricky Lake episode, I don't know why, if my memory serves me, I'll tell you the story. The episode is probably just the most horrific thing that can happen to the human body episode of Ricky Lake oh, God. was this like, and you know, it's that early 90s. So he had that like Luke Perry flat top with the, you know, designer shaved sides. And he was like, so I, uh, we were, we were frolicking on a, on a dock on a lake. My friends jumped in and I decided I would try and jump further than they could and i jumped legs spread wide into this lake and he fucking landed on a post no right and he was like and i put my hands down (laughs) to feel what happened and and he said his his testicles were in his hand don't say that oh god God. it's awful and i was like why is this on television i saw that i must have seen that same episode where it was a caught him I guess. Uh, oh yeah, true. The one of bullheads bullheads gonna <laughs> just slurp that sucker up, <laughs> like some uh, Yuck. some East Asian with a bottom with a feeder. Bull eye. <laughs> um, a, uh, 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 I saw the same thing with a woman, a little girl who was like, "I was just having a good day at the local rec center's pool, recreation center pool." And I came too close to a water filter, and it got a hold of my butthole and sucked the intestines out of me. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what the uh, fuck? <laughs> no way. Don't do anything ever. Uh, yeah, bad injuries. And that, that leads me to something that, like, I've been watching a lot of laugh television, a lot of escape forensic television, and they always have the same mesothelioma commercials, oh, God, potato yeah. grater, you know, like, there's a new thing, like, that's a new, like, um, it's called the carry-all, and it's just like a, like a carrying device, like a, um, uh-huh. what do you call it? What do you call those? 
suitcase? Cart? <laughs> a suitcase? What? Yeah, think of it like a suitcase, but you can put stuff in it. An like attache? A, a cart. A cart that you put groceries okay. in, but it has like three wheels on it, like on the same gear. So when you hit a stair, the wheel walks up it like a uh, goddamn yeah. transformer or something. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. It's like twit, like like truck a pillar uh-huh. or something. It'll go a suitcase yeah, yeah. with a fidget spinner on the end. Yeah, exactly, fidget spinner. But that's not the commercial I was getting to. I am listing. Uh, I don't know if I want to list it. I'm listing a portion of those Shriners kids commercials because they're bringing ringers in, fucking ringers. So you watch these really? Shriners kids commercials, and it's really touching, and these kids are really up beat and uplifted and they're very ill and i they, mm-hmm. they started on this new one where this kid he he looks a little funky but i was like that kid's fucking <laughs> that kid is from a casting is agency funky? he's a casting agent <laughs> he's like hi everybody like he's like simon birch i was like that kid's fucking that yeah. kid auditioned for simon birch and he's probably 45 years old and then it cuts to another kid who couldn't be cuter. And I was like, that kid's a fucking ringer too. But he doesn't have arms. And instead of saying like, please donate now, he fucking writes it on a piece of paper with his toes. And I was like, that kid, oh. that kid works for the fucking, <laughs> I don't want to say circus. But that, I think they brought him in. I think they brought him in. I'm just he saying. He has to, right? Am I right? He can write with his toes? Circus freak. <laughs> I don't know. Mac doesn't believe me, but I'm telling you, these kids are—they're too—they're too good at their jobs. If they're not being paid, they should be. That's all I'm saying. If it's not ringers, yeah. it's exploitation. And they still never got more made. variety these, shows. These kids need work. I didn't know Shriners were still around. Shriners are kicking ass. Still ride around on those little cars with their scimitars with fezes on. That's all I know. <laughs> we should all have fezes. That was my plan. You know that spoiler. I'm gonna. This means I'll do it. That. Hawaiian King thing I designed. I just need to turn it into a logo, but I wanted to buy us all fezes and turn it into a patch so Ooh. we can have Hawaiian King fez patches. Oh my God. Can you? And it's because Ashley and I in, I, I, I didn't know this was instead of like in Ohio and it could be other places, but in Ohio, in addition to the, your classic Shriner, they have a Hawaiian themed Shriner. Excuse me. So Ashley and I randomly went out to eat. There's a, a restaurant in Columbus called Grass Skirt, and it's a tiki place. It's a Hawaiian restaurant? And the one time we went, yeah, totally. And we went, and the, the local, I, they're on it. They're not called the Hawaiian Kings, but they should be. The Hawaiian version of Shriners. What are they called? Like, hosted it, and they, and they all had fezes. I don't, like, Brotherhood of the Waves or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> like, it was so... But it's that, like, 50s Sinatra... Like, it's not actually Hawaiian people. Like, it's oh, no. just, like, white guys who have that affectation of, like, surfboards mm-hmm. and, like, drinking rum. What if we're the Hawaiian kings, we have to have a cause? What would it be? <laughs> uh, cir- Being rude dudes with attitudes? Circus people? <laughs> Saving. Save the circus people? Save the circus people. There's no sink. circuses are after save circuses or save the, the, the victims into of sink. Save the victims of abusive circus masters, <laughs> circus leaders, circus master. Because you know they get abused. That's like a daredevil villain, the circus master. Oh my god! If it's not, it should be the ringleader. The ring, Isn't that what he's called? Ringmaster. Ringmaster. Um, he's got a bunch a ring of rings master. that do super powery <laughs> stuff. 
The actual ringmaster has a hypnotic top hat. Oh, there is a ringmaster? There's a ring, but there's not a circus master. What what universe is a ringmaster from? Marvel. Oh, yeah? Who's his main guy? Uh, He fought everybody. Uh, so I think he originated in Fantastic Four. It, the, the ringmaster sounds like a guy who doesn't really excel. Never really excelled too much, right? <laughs> oh, no. He's totally... He's like definitely that Jack Kirby mole man. Like, look up a picture of him. You'll dig him. He's just this dumpy little evil-looking guy with a handlebar mustache and a hypnotic top hat. Uh, and like, that's how he, like... He hip- hypnotizes Daredevil to fight Spider-Man. God, I love it already. <laughs> yes, sir. He doesn't, like, throw lions at you or something? <laughs> or no, juggle. he uses the circus freaks to fight for he has you. an like. army of clowns. <laughs> He's got a muscle man. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's, now like, an acrobatic clown. And then there's, like, a, a hot snake lady. One guy in a... One guy on a motorcycle in a fenced-in ball that really doesn't serve any purpose. <laughs> oh, the motorcycle drives the metal ball forward. <laughs> I hate those things. Just <laughs> the circus, what say you on the circus? Uh, they're kind of going out of style, aren't they? At least the ones with animals in them. Now it's all yeah. Cirque du Soleil and fancy uh, yeah. artsy circuses. French, the Cana- French Canadian circus. No thank you. God almighty. I feel like we need more of that spectacle. Like, Ashley and I went to the Ohio State Fair, and I could have used a little freak midway. Yeah. I mean... Just a lot of bad food. That's all it is now. Just bad food. <laughs> I want... Animals. Yeah. The animals are cool. Did they have good bad food? Did they have anything inventive? You know, it's always like, this year we have, you know... The, one I mean, of they the- had, like, shit like fried Skittles Scotch- and shit. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh God! I don't know if they did, but I'm good. The next year, I'm my fried Skittles booth. Traditional Ohioan. The Minnesota State Fair was actually on Good Morning America like last week or two weeks ago, and that's one of the biggest state fairs in the country because it's still uh, yeah. it's outside of Minneapolis, so it's still a cosmopolitan, if you will, city. But it's midwestern enough where you get like they still yeah, have the ho- rural, the so hog four H yeah four yeah. H stuff like hog competitions and. I and they, it was such a Andrew deal. Zimmern was there. I remember it was such a big deal because we're, we're like too cool for circuses normally. But I remember the whole art, all these art kids were totally into the circus for some, or the, the, the fair, the midway. All the milk you can drink, Henning. I didn't understand it. I thought. <laughs> you remember that, Casey? <laughs> that might have been the South Dakota State Fair. Henning, they, they don't take advantage of animals. They celebrate them. Yes. These animals are only exploited a little bit. <laughs> and instant, like, they like they put, like, that number one ribbon, the blue ribbon on that pig and literally yeah. slit its throat in the back of their Buick on the way it's home. It's sad that the only thing I know about State Fair 4-H is from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> oh, Charlotte. So it's all very dated. Uh, the State Fair in South Dakota, it's I like- just remember, had the milk tent because they were really pushing that dairy. And you could get all the little shot glasses of chocolate and white milk you want it for 50 cents for the whole day you got a wristband like you're like belly full of milk all day all day nice hot milks in the hot sun (laughs) unpasteurized i'm sure with that thick poisonous cream on top just like you have to ladle it like an oyster just suck that (laughs) i bet henny you're not too far off like before we were just past ladle times where they're like get you pay your nickel get your trough milk gotta bring your own tin cup Turn your own butter. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, that was that shit Which existed. just happens over the course well, of the day anyway. 
without trying. Like, South Dakota is still, it may have changed, because, like, obviously I haven't been in 20 years. Right. But I remember, like, it was still that, like, they were still more into the, the fair part of it, like, the, like, fuck you, normies, this is for us. Sure. Like, we come here for a reason, because the game area was just straight up roughneck, I'll stab you with a dirty needle fucking carnies. Like, these are not nice carnies or carny games. Oh, yeah. They're southern carnies. <laughs> Up north it's for rough. a break. <laughs> so no fancy games. Like, you're getting bilked and someone's cutting the pockets out of your pants while you're arguing a- <laughs> over, a, like, a soiled red Power Ranger thing. Like, no, I I broke that balloon. Sure you did. Uh, they had a... You wake um, up on a junk ship right? in Shanghai. Right when I was, I, so I was gone a lot this summer. And right when Meg and I got to like one portion, like we spent a couple weeks in Maine, and they have like a little just north of where we are, like a year round little amusement park. But right before you guys might have seen this, this is on national news. And usually, like, they'll have some kind of new, like, not crazy roller coaster or anything because it's a small amusement park, but like some kind of freaky zipper like thing that goes upside down and spins at the same time, something a little intense. <laughs> and right when we got there, I was like, oh, usually I'll ride one of those or like the Viking ship or whatever. Usually I'll, I'll go mm. for one toot on a ride. And uh, yeah. not this year, because as soon as I sat down and turned on the news, it was one of those rides that it was like, what is this final destination? The ride gets zipping, oh, shit. the ride gets going. And then sure enough, just one arm of this octopus thing as it's about to zip, like do a full rotation, just flings it Throws off it. into the crowd. That was the Ohio State. Fair. Was that Ohio? God, it was. Yes. Killed, a, killed a, an honorable serviceman. But I was just like, it was, that's nightmare shit to me. Only killed one person? Killed, only killed one person, yeah. Because he flew out, out of the, the harness. Oh, he did? Thing, and the other people were still in it. Jesus, so I, I would have thought I getting he flown got, out would be better. No. He fell into a fryer vat. Oh, really? With, With my fry, <laughs> he ruined my fried Skittles. Fried serviceman? Oh, I'll keep the Oreos, sir. They had something at the Minnesota State Fair, like it was at the, so a big thing in the Minnesota State Fair is the food, the fried food, the garbage, the funnel cakes, this and that. Yeah. And you slowly make your way around it and there's like a card you can get. What crazy food did you try? Fried gator tongue. <laughs> and uh, like I got to the end one year and I actually was like, you know, trying some food, the big turkey leg, like a goddamn. Oh, of course, orc. that's the best one. Like, yeah, that's at Ohio. That you saw that every just those big old like Henry the Eighth turkey legs. Everyone's just <laughs> oh, so sucking stupid. that meat off of sucking on that bone. But in Minneapolis, at least this year, the coup de gras, the capper, was your last thing was called a Scotch egg, and it was a hard boiled are- egg wrapped in sweet meats. Then wrapped in bacon, then wrapped in an egg batter, then wrapped in some kind of mayo crust, and then breaded and fried. It was like the size of a softball, and you literally ate it like an apple. (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, but like a good Scotch egg, so good. You think that's a traditional Scottish thing? At least when I don't give it to the Scots. It's fucking weird. They do have that. Sounds like a like oh haggis, right? They do have that weird. I don't know. Are, I don't want to offend any Scots. They they have fried Mars Give bars, it to them. and they mm. that is like a thing that was invented there, and at, they're proud of that 
cuisine for some reason. Fried oh, Mars yeah. bars are Scottish? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, they are known other they do than weird stuff. With the candy bar is, is my point. Yeah. What? Other than like the poverty and health level of the the reserva- the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, yeah. as far as the Western world goes, is a few degrees south of like east like West Edinburgh. Like the Scots are a hair <laughs> above like the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. And it's because they love that shit fried shit like they live to like 50 because they just fry everything oh oh and uh, they're kind of they might have a they they might enjoy a drink not to be spicy not to have a scottish i thought a scotch egg would at least involve some scotch oh yeah no no scotland scotch scotland do you call somebody from scotland the restaurant i worked at a scott you served a scotch egg if you don't want to live long uh yeah no it was good hard-boiled egg covered in sweet italian sausage Lightly breaded, fried, a little cream sauce, strip of bacon, frisee, delicious. Nice Macallan on the side. Dip your yeah. hard-boiled egg in scotch. Dunk it after, dunk it after. yeah. Ooh, I bet you don't want to yeah. run into the true blue scotchy at night. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Fiery, <laughs> angry at the English, angry at the Americans. Come on, Mike. Come on. You don't, you know, yeah, and you don't hear a lot of. I might be going after the Scots here. I don't think so. You don't hear a lot about their valor in war, do you? I don't hear about the old Scotch battalion in World War One, World War Two. They stay that one, stick that one it. out, sucking on. They had brown liquors. William Wallace. They're already famous for being brave. They got William Wallace, Braveheart. All right, racist though. So they had nothing to prove. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna fight for an Englishman. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Mm. I think that actually might have come up. They're like, no Englishman ever called me a Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> the Scottish Muhammad Ali. Oh, my God. Uh, he's out there. He's out there. Connor McGregor. Oh, yeah. Uh, he might be is Norwegian. Is he Irish or is he Scottish? He's Irish. <laughs> the Norwegian, The Norwegian Muhammad Ali. I'm probably related to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, yeah, he's pitching hay down in Henry. And he's only the Muhammad Ali because he can eat the most lutefisk in one sitting. Oh, God, are you familiar with lutefisk, Henning? We discussed, <laughs> t- talked about this. It's worse than placenta. It's right it's pretty up there. It's codfish. Plac- placenta's more nutritious. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Co- I think we might have talked about it, so I'll, I'll hit it quick, but it's codfish. Soaked in lye to make it, it existed soaked in lye because that poison, it's fish soaked in poison because that poison preserved the fish in order to make the long trips over the uh, Atlantic Atlantic. uh, to make it to the, to the United States, these Mm. old Norwegians and ship it in hot boxcars to South Dakota. Mm. And then you'd have to literally (laughs) soak it for like 48 hours to get the poison out. So it didn't kill you. Yeah. And then it created like, what's the texture? Like my dad sucks it up like a if, golem, if, if so he's like, it's like a cloud or a pillow, huh? Is it kind of fish liquid? pillow? Depending if you had like, it kind of liquefies cloudy, it then, it? yellowish, white mm-hmm. jello, and then someone took a fork and like swished it up, so it's really gloppy and gelatinous, mm-hmm. and t- but tastes it like tastes fish. like a fish's butthole. Yes, 
Tastes like fish bones. Bones and snakes, if you will. And so uh, it's just a historical thing. They, These Norwegian sailors got a taste for it, even though it's so unnecessary. It should never, it should never ever have existed. exist anymore. It should not exist. But every year... Now it's but, basically a badge of honor. Exactly. It's like when you're in middle school and it's like, Hans, I'm, whatever's on this plate, will you eat it? And you're like, yeah, I'll do it. Right. It's just honestly a badge of honor thing. Like, it's so gross, no one else will do it but us. Well, yeah, but sometimes <laughs> that, yeah, it's so gross. But my dad, if you do something long enough, my dad hosts every year a lutefisk dinner. So I always hear from my mom, she's like, we got 98 pounds of lutefisk coming in tonight. I was Holy like, oh fuck. my God. And then, of course- People, they also, so it's a traditional Norwegian meal or Swedish, Norwegian, whatever. So they'll have lutefisk, but then they'll also have like Swedish meatballs, which are delicious. And what every normal, and riced potatoes, which is like mashed potatoes, but pushed through like a ricer. So it's like kind of like these, it's really good. But normal people go for that and leave all the lutefisk. And Leland sits in the corner like a king on a pillow. Dutiful. Like a uh, dutiful so he's Norwegian got, king. Yeah, so he's got his <laughs> he's got his extra freezer downstairs for the leftover lutefisk that he'll then chomp on well past his expiration date all year until the next lutefisk supper because he has become a lake he's Homer pipe. Simpson with that party <laughs> sub. Right, exactly. Hey there, looty boy, eating lutefisk all day and night. Well, that's the smart. It's the it's the perfect dad play. I keep this nasty shit because none of my none of my greasy sons will get into it. I can't keep a brick of cheese in the house. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> those rats throw it in a coffee cup in the microwave. <laughs> oh, that's so good and greasy. I'm I'm amazed. My heart still ticks. I'm amazed at that green. Drink the grease out first. That's the appetizer. <laughs> oh, maybe and dip a little bread in that a little grease. pepperoni grease. <laughs> Aperitif. Oh my god. No, but we to like just go back like when we were talking about like different countries like Muhammad Ali's. I remember, you know, back when we had the crazy New York cable when it was me, you, and Timmy. There was one afternoon I was watching like one of the ESPNs and it was like a dart the world dart championships oh boy and i was like i'll check this out so of course it has those british here we are here we are right now the 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 dart championships oh here he here he comes here he comes look at him fine specimen you know and it's just this fat yes bald like bowling shirt wearing british dude and he's got his like dart wrist guard and they're like <laughs> here's his name here he is jeeves st james he is britain's Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was like, Brit- Britain's Michael Jordan is a fat white guy who plays darts? Is that- I was just like, it- Michael Jordan is just that good. Like, he's relegated other countries to using his name. He's like, well, we can't ever have a basketball player. Put a pin in. But we have the Michael Jordan of darts. Pin Michael Jordan. But I want to talk about that. So ESPN was is now like a big deal and has enough advertising, but it used to not have enough, like, it used to have to fill its airtime, so it always on the weekends mm. it would have uh, bowling and right. billiards and the what used to be the national World dart of championships. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing about those for me is one, I loved watching the quote unquote Michael Jordans of the sports, but because it, it was always like 
paunchy sad dads with like eye patches, and you're just like that fucking guy. He like eating a chili dog, and but the thing about those sports is like they can just be perfected so much. So like, how many times can you just watch the bowling championships where it's just like strike, strike. Mm. Right, Right. nine strikes versus eight strikes. Exactly, and then for darts, you're just like, what the hell is happening here? Because it was just bullseye, slightly off bullseye, bullseye. Pool is the worst. There's that spot on the dartboard that's worth more than a bullseye in there, right? The triple triple 20. Oh, is that the little ring? No, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, there's a combo where you can get, like, run the board. I don't know. As you can tell, I'm not not even the... uh, Charles Barkley of darts. <laughs> Another perfect score. Speaking of Barkley or Michael Jordan, does anybody want to play a game? Jordan what? versus Bird? Sweet. How about Toot versus Grunt? Oh, you got one? Oh, yeah. Sweet. I got some. You got more. Henning, you're up this week. I did it last week. Well, we can both give our answers. I can throw them out there. I can throw them out there. Unless you did a bunch of research, Casey, you're gonna. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need you to, uh, if you can remember. I think I have all the ones we did checked off. But if you think you heard it, uh, okay, uh, help me. I out. will. I will. Uh, let me get in. a good one to start. Get a good one. Oh wait, first cue the Trump tweet or Grizzard Grand. All right. <clears throat> Wait a minute, what did he say? Something about all women are gay. Hold on now, man, what did he write? Something about Asians loving to fight. Wait, what did he say? Welcome to the German Day Parade. Was it a Trump? Toot, or was it a grizzard grunt Trump? Toot, or was it a grizzard grunt Trump? Toot, or grizzard grunt? It used to be tweet, but Grizz died young. Here we go. Here's here's one. Is it Casey. a toot or a grunt, baby? What was Casey's batting average last oh, time? Oh, you know, we'll we it had it way. wrong, and then when I listened back, Casey, you actually won the game last week. Six to five. Ooh. I only missed one? No, you Vers- missed five. Versus who? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, we did ten? <laughs> no. Wait, how does six to five work? You won one. You had one more than you missed. Let me see. Wait. Oh, okay. Got you. <laughs> You, I got it. You got so you got four right and three wrong. So slightly above chance. Gotcha. Slightly right. above yeah. average. Here we go. Sex hasn't been the same since women started enjoying it. <laughs> Damn. Ugh. You want to take? You want to guess first? Ten. It's just too blatant and like it's trying to be a joke. So, Grizz Grunt. Uh, so I was gonna say Grizz Grunt as well. Ding ding ding. Yes. One for one, baby. Grizz Grunt. Oh, real quick, uh, for those of you that were playing with the post on Facebook, it was a Trump toot. Oh, nuts. Okay. Uh, the, wait, let me the... put it out there. It was um, it was a Trump toot because it was this one, uh, something about yarmulkes. Something horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that. I was like, holy shit. God, what is it? They... Never cease to amaze me, these fellas. I'm, it's something about the only people I want handling my money are short guys who wear yeah. yarmulkes every day. I can't find it, but it's true. He said that goddamn shit. Um, all right, you guys are one for one. I got another one for you, baby. 
Here it I, is. Here I it missed is. the one on Facebook though. Allison got it. Allison's she, 100%. Allison, she's 100%. She's 100%. All right. Trump Tudor Gray's grunt. A lot of people, I don't want this to sound trivial, but a lot of people are switching to these really long putters. Very unattractive. It's weird. You see these great players with these really long putters because they can't sink three footers anymore. And I hate it. I'm a traditionalist. This was on homosexuals, by the way. Oh, that's what I, I should have yeah. prefaced it. This he's, is on homosexuals. A lot of people, I don't want this to sound trivial. He's talking euphemistically about a, this is the, the, Yeah, the, the golf euphemisms as, to the pitcher catcher. Yeah. It's the long putter, short putter. Long putters versus sinking three footers, if you will. Trump toot or Chris oh. Grant. Oh, I'm not sure if you're serious about the the euphemism. He, if he's talking about golf, then that's definitely... All right. This is, this is about a section on homosexuals. So... It's likened to homosexual relationships and to changing tastes in golf equipment. And I quote, a lot of people, I don't want this to sound trivial, but a lot of people are switching to these really long putters. It's very unattractive. It's weird. You see these great players with these really long putters because they can't sink three footers anymore. And I hate it. I'm a traditionalist. Fuck. I want to say grunt. Because I feel like one of the ones last week I missed was because I said Trump because it was golf. Right. Yeah, you did. Going Grizz. Going Grizz. Going Grizz. But Grizz also golfs. Or at least, yeah, it's tough because he's he's talking euphemistically about something. If it was straight golf talk, it would be Trump. It's got like the short sentence, cadence, like sad, so pathetic. I don't like it. Well, and but, think about Trump's shape. Like, I picture Trump as a long putter guy because he to. can't stoop over. He's got that, like, gut. So we're very literal. <laughs> <laughs> Super literal. What a fucking moron. Henning? Wait, so he, he doesn't, he likes, he prefers the long putter? He would because he doesn't want to I would say hunch. I physic- physically, Trump to me would be a long putter guy just because it's easier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm going Grizz. You went with Grizz. I'm going to... It is a Trumpy toot. Ah, See, I should have read it. Very unattractive. Yeah, that's what got me. Yeah, it's weird. That that one little. That's fair. That's fair. Snatch of a sentence. All right. That would predate Henning's got his one up on me. Style. I gotta be careful because Henning sent some of these to me. So mm, I'll let you to be know. fast and loose now. You remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, got one. Yeah, one. Oh boy. God, these are these are tough. Oh, all right. Jesus, I'm tired of hearing about the plight of the black athlete. How much does Michael Jordan make anyway? I think we read this on the. We read this before last show. Son of a bitch. When we were deciding it's a grunt. to do, it's a grizz grunt. Okay, I was gonna guess grunt. It wouldn't make sense, grunt. I guess. Oh my Woo. god, I'm I'm grunting the quizmaster here. Uh. How long's your putter there? That might have been the one that we decided we got to do a segment. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, I guess since I referenced the other one was on being gay, this one's on on being president. <laughs> I would make sure not a single dime of tax money went to any sort of art exhibit where there was any sort of image showing a naked man with a bullwhip in his rectum. Ooh. Okay. On, being president, on being president, I would make Grunt. sure not a single dime of tax money went to any sort of art exhibit where there was any sort of image showing a naked man with a bullwhip in his rectum. 
Grunt. I'm going grunt. Just that. Oddly specific. Grizzard. We two for grunt. I'm going. We're, you got it. I'm going syntax language. Yeah, it was like yeah. Trump doesn't say rectum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he says butt. <laughs> grunt. It's a grunt. It's a grunt. We should we should do Trump to toolman taste or <laughs> grizzard grunt because isn't uh, isn't Tim Tim the Tim the old Tooley a little alt righty? He's a Trumpy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. At least by Hollywood standards. Here I got one. Now they say obese women may cause autism in children. Nonsense. They use any excuse. TT. I'm going TT. It doesn't make any sense, so... It doesn't T-t- make any sense. Sorry, I put this T-t- on here. Toot. You got it. Toot, toot! I don't know what the hell that one meant. <laughs> I gotta get Christ. one. For, gotta get one on Henning to tie this up. Grizz is at least trying to make a joke and like knows, how, knows the cadence of it. He has a setup and a punch. Hmm. Even if the punchline is like, man, blacks make more than whites. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Oh, here was the one on the here was the one on the on Facebook. The only guys I want counting my money are short guys that wear yarmulkes all day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woo! Oh boy. All right. Laziness is a trade in blacks. It really is. I believe that. TT. TT. It's a toot. It's a toot. Does you guys know that toot? That's a fucked up thing to say. No, I it's just so concise. It's just like Blacks are lazy. I know this. I believe Like, it's just, there's no How flourish. Not, not that I need racist to be, like, poetic. <laughs> <laughs> you need you need grizzard style grammar. Yeah, I like my racist syntax. folksy and poetic. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. That's how, he, that's how he pulls us in. The folk, butter, that folksy. <laughs> we did that one. Hans, you were right about his look. Like, he... He just looks like you want to punch him in the face. Grizz? Yeah. So I did some little, thanks to your nice bio, I had to go down the old uh, Grizzard If growl. he was played by a, a Hollywood actor, he would be played by that guy from Evening Shade. Oh, yes. Spindly. Who was great. Guy that you, you can't tell if he's gay or not because it doesn't matter, but he's just this effete kind of like, oh, my, oh no. He wasn't one of the criminals in Green Mile. Yes. And he was in Safeman. He's a really great actor, and he died way He's too young. He's fantastic. Yeah. I was thinking uh, Steven Root from Office Space. When he I first would be saw good. Him. Ooh, that would work, too. But don't was... worry, guys, because we can see the one-man show of <gasps> Grizzard starring, like, his He's name's, like, my... Ray Ormont Jr., Mississippi's greatest treasure on stage <laughs> oh, in the one-man Grizzard Jr. show. They revived oh, him for a stage yuck. show. You can go to the blog, jerkpractice.com, episode 62, and I put a link to the Grizz Facebook page. Or just go to Facebook. What am I? Well, no, go to our blog. He died pre-Facebook, though. He did. But you know what? His greedy, crusty aunt or cousin (laughs) is like posting stuff. Grizz has an evil aunt, Celeste? Grizz has an evil aunt, and you know how I know it? It's because she's (laughs) two-faced. But she, she, she posts stuff like, oh, our poor Lewis died, you know, 12 years ago today. But then she only posts this to put under the comment her own personal phone number. Contact me for real grizzard memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Must go. Ne- mu- everything must go. 
So she's Everything just like go. trying to sell all his shit. I can just so she's like perfected his fucking signature yes. better than he ever did and just signing like this is Grizzard's original work shirt from 13 years ago. And there's Disgusting. a uh, there's a National Grizzard Memorial Highway. Okay. Not a, there's not a no, statue. I can't. I refuse. And it's not a blacktop <laughs> highway. Grizzard. Like the greatest highway. It's made of ivory. <laughs> it's so ivory. expensive. <laughs> the sun reflects off of it, blinding people into the into the the, the ditches to the side. <laughs> he personally got the African elephant extinct uh. to do his fucking highway. It's like bridge over the river Kwai. He's got all these like criminals building his ivory road. I do declare, gentlemen, so he's, this road ain't white enough yet. He's kind of a southern treasure, or is this... I, how many likes does that Facebook page have? There seem to be a lot of uh, people keeping his legacy alive. And I never heard of reason. him, which I'm glad. <laughs> but I, I can't believe he was that famous. I know I read his bio to the audience, the jerk practice audience, <laughs> but every time I was like, no way. No way! It's no. he's that a was chuckle hut stand up comedian. Ugh. All right, I got. Uh, I'm gonna hit you. Do you do you want Grunt Grizzard memorabilia? Are we gonna go yes. on Facebook? And, and they make shirts. <laughs> Old nasty Aunt Celeste has Grizzard Grunt shirts, and it's <laughs> do we sad. Su- the Grizz Grunt shirts are so sad because the shirts. I put an image up on Facebook or on the blog of the National Lewis Grizzard Museum prior to when it got moved There's into some fucking, shed now. Oh yeah. You talked about <laughs> It's this. in a gas <laughs> station. Oh yeah. Yes. And the yes, the official right. Lewis the Grizzard shirts are just a picture of the Lewis Grizzard gas station. <laughs> I mean that's perfect. Yeah. If that's if that's how you're remembered as a hacky gas station comedian, good. I know we're keeping him alive, but we're milking his <laughs> milking his grave. Yeah. Oh yeah, milk br- chocolate milk, <laughs> Trumpy toot. Uh, all right, I'll hit you with two more. I fear this one is so good, but maybe maybe toxified rap music is getting people killed and raped. We I I glanced at this one. Mm, Son of a bee. Sorry. It's a grunt. It's a grunter. Is it okay? So I was I was leaning maybe towards Trump, but that would have been. I was a good, like, it could have been a grizzard cut. That would have been a good one because it's so short and to the point, like a Trump tweet. Yeah, that was a grizzard giveaway. So I'm going to give you a, a Trump totally free because I just want to remind everybody that this is what Trump posted once on Twitter. Happy hashtags tag Cinco de Mayo. The best taco bowls are made at Trump Tower Grill. I love Hispanics, exclamation point. That's a Trumper, totally free. <laughs> Fucking I know, I saw insanity. Insanity. I, I can't even, I just. I love Hispanics, uh, but the best tacos that's so I make. Fucking, and why does our pre stop, you're not a fucking teenager. Stop eating taco bowls. They're delicious. You're not allowed. That's where I find the. I mean, the, aren't they, they're traditional Hispanic Latino fare, aren't they? It's a the, bowl, the bowl made to eat. No, that's the fattest, whitest <laughs> thing ever. I was going to say, I used to make them at Perkins Restaurant. You just take a tortilla. There's a special fucking fryer device where you push the tortilla into fat pig grease and it makes a bowl <laughs> out of it. You fill it with ranch dressing and you slop it down like you're a hey. pig at the fair. And I will not be the one to cast the first taco bowl because oh, no. I've. I love them. They're delicious. But come on. 
What about Come on. where do you stand on the bread bowl though? Is that a thing and of the past a, finally? And some chowder in there. Or what? I think maybe it is. I don't see them advertised. A lot of pretzel buns, though. Pretzel buns are mm. big. Those aren't pretzels. Uh, Fucking list that shit now. <laughs> it's a regular piece of bread with a darkened skin on top and pretzel salt. I know what it tastes like to bite into a pretzel. It's a unique dough. These are breads. <laughs> Trump too. <laughs> that guy's so anti-pretzel bread. You know what we need to do to improve this sandwich bread? Give it a really tough skin. Exactly. <laughs> Um, man, I think I got one more for you guys, and then we'll, then I'll have to do a whole new list. Oh, boy. All right. I think this one might be tough. Homosexual doesn't bother me until it spills into the streets or is flaunted at me. Ooh. Damn, Mm. that's good. Mm. Yeah, tough. Homosexuality doesn't bother me until it's... Spills into the streets. Spills into the seats. That's a little... Or is flaunted at me. That's a little poetic. Spill... Ooh, S and t- st. Sp and st. That's a good point. Really getting deep. We might have What's a... choice, Hen? Grunt apologist. <laughs> oh, my... He had such a way with words. Perfect score is at stake. I wasn't keeping score. Are you perfect right now? Yes. And he you is. called out a pre-Grizz. You, pre, you pre-opted the rap music, Grizz. It's because it's tattooed on his bicep. (laughs) (laughs) With his beautiful, folksy, blonde likeness. (laughs) (laughs) We got to go see that one-man show, don't we? Come on. You're serious that that's that's a a thing thing. that exists? I will will send you guys a link to that. And I forget the guy's name, but it is he looks just like him. And his name, he's like, you know, small town's greatest actor. So he's all... (laughs) He's he's just funky, but you know he gets to it like he takes the role a little too seriously. So he's like, I had to get into the mind of Grizzard. What does that mean? Oh come on! Is it the life of Grizzard? Like, the bio? It's called Grizzard. Or- <laughs> he's just God. That's the thing about Grizzard. Like, of course, there was a time because it's just Grizzard is just Dave Barry and Jeff Foxworthy mixed together. Yeah. He just exactly right, Case. The thing about it is, now it's just you know what we're on. The, I'm, I was just about to fucking apologize for the guy. No fucking way. No way, Grizzard. No, Your no, soul's no. roasting in it. fucking hell. <laughs> which, which and his uh, hell is, uh, I don't know, a block party in Harlem. It's pretty dark, too. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> He's rolling over in his grave that we're doing this. Oh man, racist Good. hells. That's pretty funny, actually. His his grave underneath the the fucking stall in his museum bathroom <laughs> gas station. We had him cremated and flushed. <laughs> <laughs> He's the toilet Bob. <laughs> we upper decked Grizzard. <laughs> oh, just that name. Grizzard, what I mean, what nationality is that? I didn't do enough research. Did I forget if that was in the bio? See, fucking like Czech. disgusting. Is it Grizzlowski? <laughs> Grizzlowski. <laughs> Lusitania Grizzlowski. <laughs> Lusitania. <laughs> His mother's just a giant, broad European woman. Oh my god! Come in, Louis. We're, we're uh, what are you going with, Henning? Give us one more read, please. Okay. Homosexual doesn't bother me. Right. No, sorry. Homosexuality doesn't <laughs> bother me 
until it spills into the streets or is flaunted at me. Ah, see, you're pushing. You're pushing Trump. No, I'm not. Am I yeah. reading that like Trump? I'll try and read it like Grizzard. Homosexual doesn't bother me. Until it spills into the streets or is flaunted at me. Well, what do we say, Grizzard? Grizzard probably sounds a little folksy, a little country, uh, or like. Homosexuality doesn't bother me. Homosexuality doesn't bother me. I'm reading like a southern bell. Unless it (laughs) spills out into the streets and gets in my face. No, but what would like a southerny NPR-y kind of like, you know, like that kind of like Dave Barry thing. Like a southern Paul Harvey. Homosexuality doesn't bother me. Until it's flaunted in the streets (laughs) or pushed on my buns. I forget. I already forgot what I said. Until it spills into the streets or it's flaunted at me. Go away, gays. <laughs> Paul Harvey, good day. <laughs> I'm mm. Lewis Grizzard. I hate the gays. <laughs> I'm going to go toot. You got one on for toot. Oh, I'm going to go Grizzard then, because I if uh, if I'm right, we tie, tie this up. Or, oh, no, yeah. it's a tie maker. <laughs> tie maker. We got a tie, tie maker. <laughs> and indeed we do. See you ah. next week to break the tie. Yes. It is a Grizzard grunt. No. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll slip in. What did I say? A tool man taste? (laughs) Tim the tool man taste. (laughs) What's it going to take for us to have to send Tim Allen our grizzard script? Oh my God. Just to get him to. Disney presents. Dainty glasses. Grizzard the lizard. It could be an animated character. (laughs) Grizz the Liz. Grizz the Liz. Oh, what would you have? Like he's a southern sports right lizard. Uh, he is a goddamn lizard. His name. But then fits. you could use like you know that coded language, so it could be like lesbian. Oh, it's like lizards who like lizards. Exactly. He doesn't like th- beeves. <laughs> beeves. It's just lizards and beavers living together. That's such a random thing. They're like, I, it's like it reminds me of that UCB or. Yeah, uh, like actual Upright Citizens Brigade, their show sketch where it's like they're pitching Disney-like cartoons. Mm. And he's like, they're in a lollipop. It's But it's like a lollipop forest. But how random. They're like, we need something. We got to pitch something unique. It's like, I don't know. It's a world of lizards and beavers. Natural born enemies. <laughs> but Liz and Beav Jr., they make an unbreakable bond over their love of you know cuisine. Love. Right. That's a little too much ratatouille, I guess. But sports—they gotta like sports. He was a sports oh, writer. Yeah, their love over their love over the hatred of soccer. Handy, wasn't there an animated movie about a magic baseball bat and baseball? I yeah. it was like Babe Ruth's home it. run ball. It yes, hero. It I haven't seen it, but I've seen it. It's a baseball bat, a glove, and a ball, or something. It was called they, Hero, right? I think so. And they hit they they hit the rails like bindle hobos <laughs> to go find their owner, Babe Ruth. And then they find it's like so fucking dark. Spoiler: I think they just find his tombstone. Oh <laughs> yes, because <laughs> it's 1992, exactly. and he's been dead for a hundred years. How fucking. Great, and it's done so poorly. You probably know the animation studio, but it's like it's it's Grizz Studios. It was, it was it's not Pixar. Grizz so Liz Studios. It's Liz Liz Star. It's so <laughs> fucking 
Oh, God. I forgot there all were, about them. So glad you reminded me. There were a few of them that just popped up and did one movie, and it failed, and that was all that we heard of that studio. Come on. Name one movie of... Oh, there's one movie out there of uh, personified objects. Like, I'm not talking animals and stuff. That mm. actually Brave worked. Little Brave Little Toaster. Anything else is like... No, I don't buy that that bat is Toy fucking... Story squaddling around on its little I'm bat. I'm just going to say... Bun. Toy Story doesn't count because they're human, Henning human toys. Henning yes. is a professional Humanoid. animator. I went to school and dabbled in animation. We're all writers, comedy writers, and we've written questionable things. <laughs> but if we literally like, guys, let's invest everything we have and we have one shot, <laughs> there's no way in fucking hell we'd all agree like, well, we're going to need Babe Ruth's talking baseball... <laughs> And baseball bats. <laughs> Who pitched Because it's just... I know, that's my thing. It was like, how did that make it so far? So like, far, if that's it your made dream. It. Yeah, what was... I watched that shit. <laughs> they made money off of me. Uh, real quick, <laughs> spoiler, my fault. Uh, I thought Sausage Party was pretty good, and those would be, technically. Mm. But the thing nice. about these... These were inanimate objects that they didn't... Uh, animatri... They didn't give them arms or legs. It right. was just a floating bat. <laughs> they were just floating. See, they I were just floating objects. Riding? Brave were they really toaster. riding on the rails? They were in a. They were fucking boxcar sports memorabilia, <laughs> sports equipment. Did people react to them floating by, around? They befriended a little <laughs> child who was like oh, fell asleep on it? the boxcar because he was going to find his deadbeat dad. <laughs> What's who loved the term baseball? that pans ra- that Pansram term for the? The creepy molester guys who would take those kids under their wing and then make them their, like, cohorts in crime. Mother Gooses. Oh, is it Mother Gooses? I, I forget, but you're right. It's something like that. Papa Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, Brave Little Toaster is, like, totally the proto-Toy Story. Yeah. Because they turn into normal things when people see them, but when they're alone, they're like, oh, I'm a blanket, but I walk like a blanket. They didn't just float through the air. It is hard, though. Like, now that I'm thinking about that, like, they didn't add legs or arms to those, but it really worked. That must have been the fucking hardest concept to pitch. Are you talking about toasters now or baseball bat? Baseball bat, that's just like they pitched it to some fucking... Like guy who won the lottery. Who, you know why they? I, I don't know. On that. I don't know how that one. But Brave Little Toaster was made lottery by lottery winner production Disney, and somebody had to go in and go like, yeah, a toaster, a blank, a heated blanket, a vacuum, and a fucking air conditioner or something. Like what the? Oh no! What was the? What was the wacky one? Oh, radio, John Lovitz. Like yeah, I mean. That another but animated? that made sense because they rode on the vacuum. The vacuum was like the the beast of burden. But oh, the, now, you're, now you're talking about Brave Little Brave Toaster. Brave Little Toaster, sorry. Oh. Yeah. But but the blanket was like an amoeba like thing, so it could squill around, and the toaster just hopped on its little nubs, same as the radio, and had a little arm that was a uh, antenna. Hmm. Like, it, but that movie worked. I don't fucking yeah yeah. I don't like. But you now, know, was, well, I guess you know, they, they so did do it in Beauty and the Beast with the fucking junk that was people. You know what? And now I'm thinking about movies like Cars and Planes and Boats and shit. Like, I guess they those were, work. They were creative with, like, the candelabra and the and the Cogsworth. Yeah. They made arms and legs out of something on the body of the clock. Whereas Baseball Bat. Yeah. Hero was basically <laughs> the equivalent flies. of putting googly eyes on a rock. Yes. And selling it. Yeah. <laughs> 
and you know it it wouldn't have cost that's why they did it so cheap no don't have to animate arms and legs they just literally just did it frame around. by frame in photoshop <laughs> why not just do it live action then because you just put it on a fucking fishing string, string yeah. and it just <laughs> oh my god come on baseball we, let's go we gotta write all right we're gonna each go around the horn name one inanimate object and we'll write a an animated sketch not to be animated because fucking our lives are too precious for that but i'll radio <laughs> play it one animated object each and we'll make a uh, sh- show about it or uh some kind of something from it a trailer about it a brave little something-esque well, what's the goal the brave little I sandwich we... Nah, they've done food already the goal is to see how amazing we can make it <laughs> i'm gonna say just for the size we got to go six footer Oh, six foot bong. I like it. Oh, the bong. Okay. Six foot bong, <laughs> who everybody expects to play basketball because he's so tall. <laughs> but he's just like a slow slob. He just likes hanging out, man, and writing comics and shit. Or like That's watching a movie. He wants to be a filmmaker. <laughs> a six foot bong that wants to be a filmmaker. His friend, who's the annoying, trendy, like metrosexual that's a vape pipe. <laughs> a floating vape pipe. A floating vape pipe, right. a six footer. Oh, because he can he can coast on the toots, the little Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, the sweet the smelling bong is stuck in the basement. Vapes. Vapes stink. going places. He's a stink. He's going to college. The the <laughs> yeah. the bong bong Bong's can... got the like the Toy Story uh uh you know, this the sad ending built right in because the the person who owns the bong oh, eventually grows up. Grows up. And then how to smoke jays. Yeah. <laughs> the sad old bong sitting then, in the dark basement in Minneapolis. Who's the then is it like Until a pack that guy's son si- finds it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it starts all over oh, again. So good. A bong full of dreams. <laughs> pack your bong with dreams. Oh, the bong needs one more friend. What could it be? It needs to be a salty. You need it like meh, like an old stogie. Oh, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh man, uh, like a pack of cools. That works. <laughs> that that's pretty good. Yeah. Although I feel like a, a, a cigarette lamp been animated. Lava lamp. Crusty lava lamp that feels Ooh, t- lava so lamp. That's perfect because the lava lamp is useless as it always has been, but totally <laughs> out of trend. The yeah. vape pen is really hip and in right now. So eventually, the lava lamp and the vape pen have to Ooh. come to be understand they have each to other. Help ground old like because the vape is the buzz lightyear the bongs woody and the lava lamp's been there since the 70s that was the dad's dad sage it's the sage advice the lava lamp might have to be a fringe character you might need a little something else that can need like a love interest for the bong like a fucking condom or something a skin mag a hustler grandma's grandma's hustler oh no that's another fringe (laughs) character it's just grandma the hustler Who's like, come in here. Just shows. Come on over. Has to teach six, he has to teach six footy, you know, how to, six when we decide what its love interest will be, how to, you know, make it happen. What if, uh, yeah, what if it's a cute little, like, pipe? One of those, like, that looks like a bug. <laughs> like one of those blown glass, oh, yeah. like, expensive. Right. I like that. I like that. Tiny one that folds out. We just saw. She's a cool. She's the cool new bong, the bong you you share you share with girls. She could be like a new hip dildong or something, you know. 
dildo. Uh, but no, keep it in the pipe world. And guys, by the way, just a heads up. You never know what you're going to end up with. We just created, if we had the money to make this, we, we just made Seth the fucking billion the dollar animated movie. Because every stoner will watch and be like, I'm like the six footer, man. <laughs> Little old fashioned. Okay, so then who is the, who, who is the lady in this scummy basement? What? Because I like grandma grandma's hustler? hustlers. Hmm. Like grandma hustler. I like the old lava lamp. Like they're the two old, we've been here for so long. Yeah. The Carl Sagan poster. <laughs> yes. An old Sagan text. The old. The Open the book for the wisdom and Sagan's soul vapors out and he tells you like, you know, like, uh, or Sagan just appears to them when they've smoked so much that his face just appears in the bong smoke. And he's like, guys, you have to go uh, on an adventure. People. He, it's funny. Because we're now almost close, we had had that idea that we had kind of like fleshed out a little. It was Monster Gun Car? Oh, I know it's mm-hmm. so good. How, so how it was just really... like these crazy beings reanimated in like an earthly context. So the the heroes were brought to life by an old lady. So it was a a kid's drawing, a cookie jar, a toaster, and a cooling perpetually cooling pie on a windowsill. <laughs> I forgot all about that. And then the bad guys were like a forever knotted thing of cords, a uh, apple or a can turned into a bong, a pile of nudie mags, and I think that was it. Do you remember any of this? This is is Monster Gun Car? This is Monster Gun Car? Yeah. I'll send you the script. I still have it. I forgot about the. All I remember is like just how much fun. Because it it, it all stemmed out of. It was a bass with one string. It all stemmed out of us watching like. Uh, adult swim and we're like fucking A they can like make a cartoon out of anything just make it right. simple and five words strung together right. enough and kind of ironic and ironic and we're just like I don't know monsters riding guns made out of cars riding cars that are actual guns yeah like a like so a one headed one eyed monster riding a, a pistol a cannon car <laughs> and it's just like that's fucking works and it does. It still Henning does in my those, head. Henning did those great character Absolutely. sketches. It was the, the mustache monster mm-hmm. that rode the Saturday Night Special. Six shooter, yeah. Should If you have them, you should send it to me. I'll put them up. Okay. Yes. I'll put them up. But now you have to draw a six-footy. And... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm never life. Uh, but I will fucking write that shit. That shit is So, yeah, we need one more Stony Baloney basement character. Stony Baloney basement uh, character what if it's bonk, a sandwich like you said rug. a half-eaten sandwich oh, sandwich that's good because <laughs> uh, it's got i feel sandwich it's got a shelf life what about like a can of soda how about the rug that's always like put upon he's a stephen wright kind of guy uh, i don't want to uh, get up today that, those again are fringe characters on me. are like the the floor buds that you have to like <laughs> scrounge for okay and then you have opium rocks Chung and Bung. Yeah. We can always bring back Cannaboo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the weed He's ghost. Got a cameo. What was he? The ghost of old cashed weed pipes, ghost, right? Cashed weed bags. Cashed weed bags. I, I thought That's he was right. the ghost of everyone who had ever died on on marijuana. Oh, he's got a, he's got got a no Kaiser Soze-esque backstory. Right. He is what you need him to be. Mm. There has to be like a traditional type of alcohol that they're like, get out of here. Like he's lame. Like they all hate like vodka. 
you know, or Bucky, <laughs> you know, like, like he's like, come on, guys, I can get you fucked up. Get out of here, lame. Those are the villains. It's oh. like like drinking, yeah. Oh, dr- oh driving like an evil car, uh, an, an evil car that runs on car. liquor. Yeah. Always crashes into people to kill them. That's how he does it. That's how they're like. All these pipes are showing up broken. They can't understand why because old Vaki the car, the drinking car hits them. <laughs> Vaki the drinking car. That does sound like a radio own. show from the thirties. It's Vodki oh, a... the drinking car. Everybody glug, knows glug, he's glug. not going far because he's Vodki. <laughs> Except they would be promoting right, drinking and exactly. driving in the 30s. Brought to you by Karkov. If you want Nobody to Nobody owns yeah. cars. Make it Karkov. <laughs> and George Vodki Burns comes tri- out. And try out new cars. <laughs> Was that an advertisement just for cars? They're, uh, right. Cars. They're, yeah, yeah. Cars. They're uh, cross-promoting. Cross-promoting, yeah. The Model T doesn't go anywhere unless you have a nice snifter of vodka. <laughs> Model V. Vodka, the talking car. Oh. It's just a Mr. Ed-esque parody. Like this guy is like fighting it out with his wife. And he like goes into the garage to like sneak a pull out of a like an old cardboard box. And then Vodka, the drinking car, he finds it and it's empty. And this car's like, I bet you're thirsty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? I got our other Stony character, by the way, but I'm not sure if it it's a nerd dynamic because it needs to be a Visine canister with glasses on. <laughs> Voiced by uh, what's that guy? Visine guy, Martin Starr. Oh my uh, God, Ben Stein. Ben Stein, right? Either Ben Stein Gentleman. or uh, 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 I said Martin Starr. Martin Starr is okay. good, and I, good, or good. I was thinking Ed Helms. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, he's a heavy though. He's got to be. He's got to be the six footer. Oh, him or Jason Sudeikis? Yeah. Uh, oh my God, yeah, yeah Jason yeah, yeah. Sudeikis is good. Oh man, yeah, six footer. I don't know. Let's get a Brad Pitt, or let's get the Latvian Brad Brad Pitts, Pitslowski. You know what you do? We just got to write the script, get it in the hands of the Sandler camp. They're not doing anything. They could use their own sausage party. <laughs> they need to fill. They need to fill their Netflix uh, contract, and they're not making fucking bad cowboy movie two or whatever that shit was called. <laughs> I love you, Adam. By the way, I don't want him on my. Adam's very sensitive. I hear, which means I'm done for life for him. He'll find this by out. saying that. Right then he'll find. It. I'll pitch this show, and they'll be like, he'll be like, it's. It's a deal. And uh, I said, take it to Sandler because he's a talented comedian, not as a joke. Yeah, but you're <laughs> Hans took it too far. You're you're in cahoots <laughs> with me now. You're out. You're on the skids. Somebody oh, told a story I can't about your Rob Schneider. Oh, Rob, Sh- Rob Schneider. Hey, you know what? Rob Schneider gets a lot of shit. I. I'm a f- I promote Schneider every day of the week. Just never give him top billing. Yeah. Schneider's a side guy. Rob Sider. Sorry. You're not an animal fan? All right. That being said, no. But I'm not a... That's the same... This is no... This is... And I don't, one, blame him for... I'm going to go on a Mm. Schneid raid here. Uh, (laughs) No Deuce Bigelow's, no animal. Just... He's got to be Sandler's sidekick. He's he's a great sidekick, and but I wanted to preface it by saying I don't blame him for making any of those movies. Good for him. Fucking make all the 
your totally. your center top build movies <clears throat> in the world. They just don't necessarily do it for me because even like I'll say that for Will Ferrell a lot. He's like his more my more favored roles of his are like because they're so big and talented and full and rich characters. Yeah, you need them in a little moderation. Like you need like a straight guy or more like uh, you need mm-hmm. them as like a side piece. But for Schneider. Even that being said, I think he, it might have been the no. There was a movie called The Hot Chick or something he made, and that has still to this day one of the funniest moments in a movie. And he's top billed in that. And that's the preface of that movie is Ugly Rob Schneider becomes a hot chick, and before they make oh. that Freaky Friday transformation, this girl every day goes to the mall and gets her favorite iced coffee drink with whipped cream, and the guy is always like, uh. <laughs> the guy she she's like how much do i owe you and he's like don't worry you can just pay me out of the tip cup like he never wants to charge her and she's like okay so uh-huh. she takes a buck out of the tip cup and gives it to him for the register and then uh she becomes rob schneider so she's ugly rob uh-huh. schneider and goes to get the iced <laughs> coffee drink <laughs> and rob schneider's like how much do i owe you and the guy's like 450 and he reaches into the tip cup to give money <laughs> and the guy instantly just grabs Rob Schneider around the neck and pulls him over the counter and like just the just the way that's set up it's just like it's probably not funny in the way I'd say it but it's like so funny so I'm a Rob Schneider defender apologist whatever you want to call me uh, so that being said Rob Schneider can voice a crusty bung in my movie oh, any day for sure I'll, let's do it I'm on board <laughs> Plays a, he plays a good Hawaiian character in Fifty First Dates. Maybe he plays a stack of pogs. <laughs> <laughs> Mahalo, Crusters! God, Bong. Poggy! It just needs to be called Bong. You think, or, yeah, that's it. Going with... Bongs and wrongs. <laughs> you wouldn't want him as the six-footer, though, you're saying. No, I can't can't think of the six-footer. He's not. Char- he doesn't have that youthful charm we need. I guess Adam we Sandler a- could be a six footer. Seth Rogen himself, maybe. Mm. We can't cross companies. Nah. If we're going Sandler, we guys stay within the Sandler camp. You know who? Like an Xbox controller. I got it. We need a video game. <laughs> Ooh, we need a video good. game system. Nice. That's good. I got it. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got guy. it. Six footer. The girl's the new Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, oh, six yes. footer. Yep. Perfect. That Here might be too yep. cross campy. Sold. He he crosses camps. He's Apatow, he's Sandler. Oh, is he Sandler, though? I don't think he is. I don't think he's done a Sandler. Nick Swartz would be a good voice for something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. All right. Grandma's Grandma's Hustlers. It's, yeah, exactly. No, he'd be like the the weird. Come on. He'd be the weird, like, crumpled piece of gay porn that the kid had like when he wasn't sure about his sexuality, that's like still hidden away in like a crevice under the floorboard somewhere. No, you know he's the he's the cassette of porno that's a bridge too far. That's like always under a shelf, and he's always like calling to him, like, "You don't want to come over here, do you?" Oh my god! And then when it finally <laughs> goes in, me. the cassette is so old that the way it communicates is through the wavy lines <laughs> that makes a mouth, like through the static. <laughs> He works with Vodki the drinking car. Oh, he's evil too. I <laughs> like the darkness. Vodki the drinking car. <laughs> and Casey at the porn tape. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think we got it. We got our we need a video game system or a controller. That could be the girl. 
Well, I liked Slinky. I liked Slinky Glass Pipe. Mm. The yeah, the curvaceous. Yes, the <laughs> one yeah. that's Sensual a little too a little too phallic. Yeah. But I guess it's a chick. But still, those are always too much like dick pipes. <laughs> right. Someone blew that glass pipe to look like a. You know, like that painting it on hanging on Scatman Crothers' wall in The Shining. Just that really curvy lady with the afro. Like, you're like, that's an impossible thing to have. There you go. Bongs and wrongs. <laughs> I get. We, and we haven't even. Just, so tune in next week for more bongs and wrongs happenings because we haven't even named. The best part, we haven't oh, even man. named the fucking characters yet. No, I'm right. going with you, Hans. You gotta just go, Bong! Coming this summer, it's Paul Rudd and Bong! Yeah, alright, I like it. But is his name, hey Bong! Or is his name, like, you know. And the tagline is wrong. Like, he can do no wrong. Oh, Bong can... <laughs> uh, he's. Uh, I was gonna say up in smoke, but trademark Cheech and Chong. Yeah. Oh, that's Cheech. We gotta get Cheech in on this. He's the lava lamp. Uh, uh, Cheech or Chong? Would and be Chong good. is alive. Weren't you saying he was dead for the longest time, Henry? <laughs> Did I? No. <laughs> Who was saying Chong was dead? Was that you, Casey? We were spreading. No, Ch- that wasn't a dream I had, guys. Somebody was like, Chong died this year, and we had to look it up. And Chong was well <laughs> enough alive. Come on, who was promoting that? Danny Masterson from that 70s show? No, I don't want any 70s shows. No, none of them are allowed in. Because you know why? They're listed because Laugh, my favorite comedy channel, is bringing 70s show on. You know what that means? Oh, that's They're taking away some of my Roseanne binge. I have been watching (laughs) so many episodes of Roseanne. It is, not to cheat on Night Court, the best fucking show. The fucking best show ever. John Goodman... If he didn't get an Emmy, that's a travesty. But he is maybe the greatest sitcom actor of all time. And you know what I found out? We owe a debt of gratitude to the show Roseanne more than any other show I can think of. They invented the cold tag. Mm. You watch Roseanne and it's not just something after the... They invented the inventive cold tag. It's Mm -hmm. not just something after the credits. It'll be yeah. like really like creative like vignette stuff or sometimes mm. it's a weird random callback to something. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm glad to hear you say that. I always thought it was a good show. I thought you were kind of who was it? Both. I still look. I, so I like to it. wallow like sometimes it'll be a you dark You didn't like episode. to watch it. That's what I you yeah, as a kid, you, I you couldn't You respected watch it, it, but you didn't like to watch it because it's too it's dark. mired in poverty. Right. Mired in poverty. So too close. It is too close for comfort. Like there's an episode where it's, somebody tries to give them a fridge because their fridge is broken, and Dan's too proud to accept it. Mm. So they're eating food out of coolers, <laughs> and it's just a little too close to home. But they make it work. Yeah. Roseanne Barr is so fucking like it's a really sharp, quick show. It's so good. But they're gonna keep they're gonna keep that on laugh because Roseanne's coming back. They gotta stay hip. I know. Right. And there's a new movie we have to watch. It's called and it's starring Michael Fishman. He plays DJ. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, shit. who got okay. ma- the actor got married at 16. He had a severe, severe opiate addiction, but now he's back and good for him. But you could tell, like you know, like Darlene. 
uh, who's Darlene's name? Sarah Gilbert has since right. gone on to do things. Big the bang. first Becky had a little drug thing going on, so she didn't really go yeah. on to do things. Second Becky was on Scrubs. One of the Beckys, yeah. the voice of someone on Rick and Morty now, isn't she? The, the f- mom? Really? I think so. Sarah, no, Sarah Chalk? Maybe the mom. That might be. Uh, because the, the daughter on Rick and Morty is Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Mm. Get out of here. I learned that from Ashley. Well, uh, we have to find this movie because Michael Fishman, I should look it up, but I won't. I'll just create a fake title. Made Lawrence a- Michael Fishman? Michael Fishman was DJ. Lawrence Michael Fishman? <laughs> Oi! I already got Sandler on my ass. I don't need the... <laughs> the he's already cursed me for life. Um, inside joke, comics that hate us. So many. It's not that inside. Um <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, he made like that perfect, like, I'm a TV kid star, not getting like the artsy films I might want, but somebody threw some money my way and it's called like, Draggy, the wishiest dragon to the beginning. And I was like, oh my God, we got to fucking see this shit. Oh God. I love when sequels are the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't we start with this? Why isn't this one? It's like those Nintendo games that you're like, no, that there is no number one. That the ones that I can't think of the main one, but I was like, it's like a video game called Goonies Two, and I was like, yeah, well, what the fuck? They didn't make. It. Is there a Goonies Two movie, or mm. is there a Goonies One video game? There's okay. neither. Why would you play with my they just, soft little head like that? There is a Goonies video, Goonies One video game. And I don't think it was on Nintendo, but it was made by Nintendo for the arcade. I've heard that rumor. I don't believe it. And you just play Sean Astin, and you're running from rats and collecting <laughs> keys. <laughs> like, it takes place solely in the, the shed where they meet the, the Fatellis. God, why couldn't we have created video games at that time? <laughs> so ridiculous. No. So easy. Oh, my God. I'm looking up. I got to find the name of that movie. Vamp, vamp. I'm looking at crusty pictures of Michael Fishman. Oh, goodness. When, he looks exactly the same. When <laughs> kid stars get older and get opiate addictions. <laughs> we can get him on the show if you oh, don't. Oh, here it is. Here it is. So I much. found it. I found it. It's not as good as I thought, but it's good. It's called Little Bigfoot 2 The Journey Home. Going home will be a wild ride. And I got to tell you guys. The way Bigfoot even looks on the fucking cover is insane. (laughs) In fucking sane. Oh, that's fucking horrifying. Is he little Bigfoot? (laughs) No. (laughs) Should be. No, but he looks kind of like little Bigfoot. (laughs) Oh, my God. We got to see that shit. I was thinking Land Before Time. Isn't the main dinosaur called Bigfoot? Littlefoot. Littlefoot, oh. Naturally. Oh, my God. Little Bigfoot, too, and there was no... Oh, there is a first Little Bigfoot. Look <laughs> at... We have got... We have a new mission. Oh, wait. What do we call it? Joy work? Yes. Because this is the cover of Little Bigfoot 1. <sighs> These are shit. the creepiest looking big Oh, feet. my God. Is a... That looks like a... a Weekly World News cover. And obviously, this is an audio <laughs> podcast, right? So uh, I've got to post these guys. you got to check it. Yeah, it looks kind of like someone did up a, a Bat Boy. 
Yeah, it looks yes. like a like an aborted monkey boy. It looks aborted. <laughs> well, placenta meat. Bigfoot placenta meat. <laughs> a little too hairy. Sorry. Oh my god. Um what, what, what speaking are... of placentas again, as we were at the beginning. Oh, body farm to table? We're we're steering closer to That's not cannibalism. bad. Body not a bad transition. Yeah. Should we pin this and then do the coldie? Sure. We'll just go into it. Uh, well, I was so. Uh, all right, we got body farm to table coming either right now, after an explanation, yes. or it's cold, or I gotta bring this up. We were. I wrote a coldie promo <laughs> for body farm to table. That's like an advertisement, and it came yeah. back to me that it was very close to Stefan. <laughs> Yes, and I look at it and go, "Oh yeah, it fucking is," but it I like lost sleep over that shit last night because I was so uh-huh. furious that now Stefan has cornered the market on getting to say weird shit, uh, a list of weird shit, a list of weird shit. He yeah. hasn't. Well, I feel like I win <laughs> this battle because my weird. So I have I have layers now. I have to now we kind of have to do it. Yeah. Uh, is uh, it starts out apathetic, but the weird shit isn't said through the apathy voice. The weird shit is my classic. Come on down, we have as opposed to you know, I don't have a Stefan. Feel like Henning, you got a Stefan. Just Stefan fucking Henning's the one who sent me the goddamn email. For those of you wondering, sorry, like I cut me short. That, meant it as a compliment. <laughs> Right at the knees. <laughs> no, I'm just I, No, I totally when, yeah, I saw it. When I, was, I read it, I saw like Casey holding a cue card up one at a time and you cracking up as at because you're seeing oh, it for the for first sure. time. And we've done that. And we did that for that was NFL. The whole a fun way to do it. <laughs> Stefan thing was that John Mullaney would write the craziest shit. Yeah. And they would just do it live on weekend update and it would be um I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the comedian's name. Hater. That played Stefan. Bill, oh, Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. Yeah, I can't list those guys. Those guys are too good and too funny. And Stefan is too funny. Like, that sounds... Oh, that's why I was like... I just felt like it was more like Envy, which I try and drop Envy, because, like, good on them for finding a way to get that onto TV, because SNL, from what I hear... From what I hear... Is <laughs> notorious for being, like, cutthroat kind of takes the joy out of comedy a little bit because everybody's fucking slitting each other's throats to get on screen time and mm. to write the best sketch and to get their sketch in. Whereas these two found a way to get essentially like improv style, like madness onto SNL each week to like have something like, cause part right. of life and comedy is like keeping it fresh. Right. We know that for mm-hmm. good and bad and jerk practice because we try and refresh an old sketch that worked. And be like, we need to add a little Bigfoot in here, like or something. Yeah, you know? we need, oh, little Bigfoot. Yeah, that'll make sense. <laughs> so, anyways, so that being said, I can coldy that if anyone wants, or maybe it'll drop here and we'll all forget about it. Or and we can do Body Farm right now. It's up to you guys. I don't care. Body Farm to table. Body Farm to table. I got located open up in on my phone. Right. located in an old mosque at Ground Zero. That was a good bit. 
Oh yeah, like a bit. And then I, I like my the three young Bernie Sanders impersonators. <laughs> I love that. Uh, uh, and I you love, will be served by not one but three young Bernie Sanders impersonators. Uh, Come on down. <laughs> Oh, what did I say? Don't let the uh, don't let the distressed Hard Rock Cafe Cancun shirt fool you. I'm very influential. Oh, so good. Now we're just talking about how good we are. But wait, hey, nothing wrong with that, man. That's how we're gonna Even make it on around. SNL. At, as forty year old junior writers on SNL. Oh, can you imagine? They really want that? Can you imagine? The, That's the Adam Sandler movie we need to pitch because he'll make it if we're like, <laughs> dad does good and it's just a dad working for SNL. Oh my god! Or dad's. Uh, there have been a few, uh, like comedians, Chris Elliott making it movies on Netflix. Like, Berbiglia had one, Key and Peele, or uh, yeah, Key or Peele. I talked about that one. That the Mike Berbiglia one. Yeah, make my stomach turn. How? Oh yeah, that's why I watched it. Right? Oh my god, because I heard it here. So cast that shit up. As always, we I need a narrator. What kind of narrator uh, is had, it? Uh, like horror movie, like. Oh, I see it. I see. New, it. I can New do York that. City. I can narrate the culinary capital of the world. I can narrate. Uh, you want to do me, Gush? The best name ever. Who? Me? Are you looking at me? Yeah. So I'm narrator in me, Gush. Okay. Trying to think, Miga. is Migash? I was thinking, Henning, you want to be server? Because uh, the server is a big part, but I also need a chief. I f- you want to be Sack? Who wants Sack McGundy? Oh yeah, Sack McGundy's in this return. <laughs> so crazy of a classic return of a character none of our listeners know. <laughs> so if there was the jerk pract Avengers, he's the Captain America. I feel like. I'm not a Sacamagundi because I will shy away from it for the rest of my life because I played it on stage once in Milwaukee and it never went worse in right, all of right. our lives. Mm. Well, none of us can do it. I was thinking then you should be Jesse. the chief then. I should. I can be the chief. You're the classic but- chief, Ch- Casey. That's your part. Oh, you're the chief, Case. You got to be the right, chief. And right. I feel like Henning should be the Migosh because Henning's too too cool for school. <laughs> Henning's hip. He's got his finger on the all pulse. Right. Yeah, but I. I'll, I'll mm. be chief. You're. Hans, you're Migosh. Or no, Henning's Migosh. Mm-hmm. Hans, you're the narrator. Mm-hmm. And uh, server. Sa- who's Sacamagundi then? All right. And then we need a server who I gave the part. affectation of having the Bane voice because that's the voice in my head when I was writing it, I heard. Wait, you're Migosh. So you right. can be Sacamagundi. I'll be the narrator and the server. Okay. Cool. So I can fill in the gap. And I'll be chief. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I'll be I'll be Megan, since I'm always the lady. Put it on. Got Megan sitting right over there. Oh my god! I didn't even know she was behind me. I thought she was in the bedroom this whole time. <laughs> Weird. Ugh. She was suffering through this on my shoulder as I'm talking about sexy bongs and labias. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Q. All right, we got it, everybody. Everybody's good. I think we have it about as where we should have as it. As good as it ever is. <laughs> as good as, as good as ever, baby. Uh, Q eighties horror synth. That's a spoiler now. New York City, the culinary capital of the world, home of over eight hundred thousand restaurants, ready to feed the hungry masses. A city that caters to every kind of appetite. 
Hello, waiter. Uh, yes, what seems to be the, um... Take this plate. Absolutely dreadful. Hmm, was there a problem? You know, we're a brand new restaurant, and, and this is our soft open. Soft? <laughs> I would say absolutely flaccid. Is there anything I can do to... Uh... You can shut your doors and don't subject anyone else to your swill. I'd say the food sucks balls, but that would imply it had some flavor. Huh. For- forgive us, please. Uh, you're our first customer and... Oh no. No, 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 no. Don't let the Rocco's Modern Life ball cap and Van- Vancouver Grizzlies starter jacket fool you. I'm not a customer. I'm an influential hipster food blogger, Migosh Mugson. Excellent. Well, we welcome the feedback. I didn't e-unicycle all the way out to this pre-gentrified shithole to give feedback. I was promised an edgy new take on postmodern dining. Let me speak to the chef. You know what? I like to meet a man before I eviscerate him in print. Oh, but Mr. Mugson, I am your chef, Mm. your bartender, your server, and also your in-house butcher. And tonight's special is you. No, no, no. In this hungry city, one woman craves answers. Excuse me, officer? Yeah, what? I- I'm Meg Mugson, and I'd like to report my brother, Migash Mugson, a missing person. Did you try his cell? He's not answering. Did you try his friends? I tried every influential hipster food blogger in the city. No one's answering. It's like they're all missing. Detective Sagamon Gundy! In my office! Now! One cop hungers for redemption. <clears throat> Break time's over. You bet your sweet Aunt Petunia it is. I hate you, the mayor hates you, my wife wants you to call her back, and the governor wants your ass on a silver platter. I'd pair it with a nice Pinot. I'm gonna pair you with a nice internal review, Buster Brown. You've run out of chances and partners. Sacramagundi, you're retired. And you've retired more rookies than Sandy goddamn Colfax. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. <laughs> I wish you'd go back to the ballpark and never come back, but you're too good a cop. Gun badge, two weeks suspension. I always wanted to take a cooking class. And one crazed maniac will have... And one crazed maniac will have his table set for murder. Uh, what do I do? What I do, Mr. <laughs> what I do, Mr. Mugson, is necessary for cycle. God damn it. What I do, Mr. Mugson, is necessary for the cycle of life. What you do is not necessary. You only spread your toxic bile on the internet. Do you know what bile does to the human body? Sepsis. First delirium, organ failure, exquisite pain, and then, Mr. Mogson, you will have my permission to die. Does this disgraced cop and sassy sis on Amish know just who's coming to dinner? Is there reservation for two with death? Thanks for your help, Officer Sack McGundy. 
We've scoured every neighborhood in New York, and there's only one restaurant that has never received a delivery of dairy, meat, or produce. Mm, cooking the books? Cooking something, Sacamagundi. When man hunted and raised his own food, there was reverence for the act of eating. Now food is a plastic commodity pumped full of preservatives, hermetically sealed and locked away. Just like our bodies when we die, sealed away in polyurethane tombs, taking nourishment without offering any in return. <laughs> What's that smell? Whoever smelt it, dealt it. Look at that! Grow lights? Is this some sort of underground vegetable garden? Mm, yeah, but that ain't vegan. Oh my god! Is that a rutabaga growing out of someone's ass? Kinky. There are hundreds of them. What kind of farm is this? Body farm. Man's putrefaction shall feed the world. Body farm to table. Enjoy the movie New York Times calls an edgy new take on post-mortem dining. Good work on the Muxin case, McGundy. Shame what happened to him and his sister, though. New diet, chief. Yeah, rutabaga. Why? Oh my god, I just got that end joke. Eh? I just got it. Got the topper? I got the topper. I was like, fucking rutabaga? Alright. So Chief likes veggies? <laughs> and I, I didn't... Yeah, nice. It's an ass rutabaga. Or... <laughs> ass bag. Or he's in on it. You don't know. It's a little vague. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I leave it to the... Chief little, is the sous chef. The listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Chief's the man behind the man. Hey, did you guys see, did you guys hear, it's my favorite thing in the world, but it's also a haunted program, because Casey and I were doing Confederate phone last week, I was like, ah, do I find, like, one of those programs that just reads off the computer, like, mm. Google Gary or whatever the guy's name <laughs> <Yeah>. is, <laughs> Google Gary. but no, like, somebody put, like, a tutorial how, how to, like, uh, robotize a voice, so I did that, yeah. but then I found a thing, so I did the... Did you guys hear the ending? Where no, I'm almost through. I'm not you can done either yet. digitize a human voice or create it completely synthetically. You found, yes, you found a voice. What's it called? A voice. A voice generator simulator. So, but this voice generator, you can just type in whatever, hit play, and yeah. it'll read it like "hello." Mm -hmm. So I did it as like the checkout. You know, the same shit everybody has to hear, but you should hear mm -hmm. it. Check us out. This and that. But I played with it, having the guy. I, type I liked it. that character, by the way. You listen to it. Yeah. Yes. But the thing is, but I wrote it like... Did a better job than us. Yes. Because it's haunted by the ghost of Carl Sagan or something because I typed it all out for it to read from mm. like a normal computer voice, Google Gary, from start <laughs> to finish. But it would read one sentence and then go five sentences down and read that and then go back to the second senses and then repeat sentence five and then start in the middle <laughs> of sentence three until it had all of the thing read. But some parts it read three times. Like it read like, doot, 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 call the police. Welcome. My name is California brother. I was like, what is happening here? And then it read it different each time. So I was like, I wanted it to read Whoa. the same from start to finish. But it didn't. All right, it must have just been a glitch. My computer was like freezing. Played it again. Started with the last sentence. Went to the second sentence. Repeated the first sentence twice. Snakes and bones. Snakes and bones. I was like, what? is that different intonation? That is weird. <laughs> really weird. 
I'll, I'll put a link to that generator. What? No, 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 no. I didn't play with any of it. That is Google Gary. He's a he's a temper. Google Gary. He does a great job, but he's a temperamental guy. Yeah, he's touchy. He's 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 friends with Bond. I, I hate Gary. to say this, guys, but on the same one, you can go like Google Garyano, so you can <laughs> pick Italian, and it's the same thing. It's like yes. that voice, but it's like I can't do it. It's like welcome to. Googly! Uh, it's like, it's a little too much. I don't know. I gotta put it on there. All right. I'll do, I'll do Google Gary, Gary Gugliani or Googly Garyliani for this week's promi thing. Yes. So, he's gonna do the gold tag. The, uh, yeah, the rate review. Rate review. Uh, it's me, Gary Gugliani. Yeah, it's, 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 and there's like a Polish one. A Czech one. It's every it's every country. Why am I trying to name them individually? Oh, the Google Translate voices. Yeah, the Google those are Translate all, voices. Yeah, you can pick it. female. It's so funny that it's like, like one of the weirdies. Like the end is like, oh, you can also do a woman. It's like <laughs> that's like the most foreign yeah. one you can choose. So funky. Oh my god. Are we Time over, flies. Are we over two hours? We're we're at a, an hour forty two and rising. The stalk is rising. To call back to something mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we did a sketch called Whole Foods, which kind of relates to Body Farm to Table, mm-hmm. but Whole Foods just yeah. was a glory hole store. So it was just like, wait, why was it called Whole Foods? Where was the food part of it? Because it was whole. It was through a hole. It was just H-O-L-E. But was the food part like a dong? Yeah, you just get your nutrients. Ugh, it comes imagine through Imagine some, some sexy guy calling his dong food. No, because that you was just the bite? gag was like... I don't want your fucking goddamn glory hole store. Do you have another idea? And you're like, Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. It's That's like, ooh, it. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. And then you take out the drawing. And it's just a hole with the, the mouth <laughs> open is the O. And then his he's like, don't worry. Like, it has a good financial future. The stalk, like a stalk of a plant, is okay. rising. And then he shows a picture of like a stock chart. Oh, stock. Stalk. 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 The dick stalk is uh, rising. Stalk. I hate that word too. A lot of words on lakes on lakes and stalks on the list. <laughs> lakes and stalks listed. Totally listed. That pronunciation listed. Stalk. Yeah. No one ever. What do you say? Stock. Yeah. Like a corn stock. Yeah. You don't say. What Casey? Do yeah. you say corn stalk? <laughs> <laughs> no, I say corn stock. Do I say no stock or stalk? I think I've been saying. You're over enunciating it. My, now, I that's why you, that's why you never got a job on on fucking because <laughs> you kept saying stalk. Did that ruined my SNL. Buy and dreams, sell stalk. My gig? This guy says stalk. <laughs> I can't on. tell what he's saying. Corn stock. I can't work Money on Wall stocks, Street. Or, uh, I tried to sell stalk. Is he about stalks? farming. <laughs> All right, our stalks are rising. How do you close it out, Hen? What's, What's the, the new did, one this week? He just did it. That that was stalk. <laughs> Our stock is sinking now. Stalk. Should have ended on that. (laughs) (laughs) Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. My name is Gary Gogliano. Me ho più enjoyed episode 63. Me know the only reason that me am here is so this German day paraders can get a spicy kick out of my stereotyped accent, but whatever, they can go eat human but also a gay lake bitch.
Punto. Also they told me that if me did not promote this pretzel bread of a podcast they would feed me to the soul of Lusitania Grislovski and this nasty aunt celeste so subscribe to the pod or they will tell vodki the drinking car. Write a review or they will force me to watch Draghi the wishiest dragon too. And go to jerkpractice.com and at jerkpracticepod on Facebook so that they'll stalk me reason and they stop, beating me. Oh my lord a me oh mamma mea caca me almost forgot I have a good night curtoni tunes and goliani playa. Doot doot do call the police. Sup Nugs? Are you tired? Well I mean, we know you're fucking tired as shit. Like... Tired of that fuck face Trump. <laughs> fuck repubs. Fuck fascists, my dudes. Nap it out. I mean, like, are you tired of boring, like, white people food for, like, rich fucks? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, get the fuck off that fucking rock of a culture blind city and come on out to Little Latvia and Bedsty, Brooklyn. Don't know where that is? Well, then, dude, we mean, maybe it's not for you. And we're cool with that. You mean, if you don't get it, you don't get it, right? Anyway, our restaurant is body farm to table, and it doesn't even really matter, because we just sold it. <laughs> We're moving to Canada to open a Confederate shoe store. Go screw. Hey, 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 that's right! Dardley Restaurant Group is proud to announce that we are adding Body Farm to Table to our spectacular lineup of fine dining establishments like the Scarlet Snail, the Infront Fish Flat, and the Almond Greenhouse. When you're present, you're progeny. That's right! Here at Dardley, we are the co-opters of culture. And if that culture means a server wearing a shirt for pants, one ballet slipper, and a Forrest Gump Nike serving you artisanal organic pickled chives that have recently been harvested, harvested from a criminal's pee hole, then by gosh, we want it. And you're going to get it at Dardley's Body Farm to Table. At Dardley's, we got artisanal armpit arugula, nostril-nipped nectarines, and a rich jaundice Jew of our Jarday. <laughs> Shit. nostril dit nit Nostril-nipped nectarines in a rich jaundice jus of decay. Maybe I should start this over. Or not. Let me see. At Dardley's Body Farm to Table, we got artisanal armpit arugula. Nostril-nipped nectarines in a rich jaundice jus of decay. Butthole-butted butter beans. Skin on. And the finest sex socket sprouted spinach you've ever tasted. But we know it ain't just about the chew. It's also about the crew. Our friendly staff is full of surprises, like dudes with mugs for shoes, grandmas with no no sweat glands that whisper the Torah, Beat Mansion's own Banjel Rushi, people who have their own ideas on the origin of Freddy Krueger, the soul of Mary Todd Lincoln wearing a Slayer t-shirt, cats in blackface that watch you eat, oh meow me, optimistic Shriner kids, new ones every week, Expatriates screaming at Christmas trees, and last but not least, prison uncles. But what's what's really but what's really hip people? No, that's not right. But what's hip people if you ain't got a hip steeple? We got 
Home Alone style iced entryways. Out of state tap water served in cereal bowls. Toilets that read your horoscope. Vegan blows. Drum covers of Everclear tunes. Where's Waldo themed mocktails. Yum. Peppermint. Drizzle forks. Jute. Plates made from reconstituted coffin wood. Tiny Tim's cane bong. Puff puff past the pastries, mate. <laughs> and last but not least, Lewis Grizzard's last breast. Breast. And last but not least, Lewis Grizzard's last breath corked and sealed in a hot water balloon once owned by Adolf Eichmann. So next time you're in a pre-gentrified neighborhood, just follow the smell of vaped hat leather and the sound of fixed-gear bikes to the nearest body farm-to-table. If you don't get it, don't get it. Dardley Restaurant Groups is not responsible for any out-blah-blah. Dardley Restaurant Groups is not responsible for any outbreaks of rabbit syphilis, newly acquired AA slash yin-yang tattoos, or any revived admiration for Chuck Palahniuk. No one ever... All right. No one ever what? No one ever says stalk. Don't end on a negative, man. I say stalk. We're doomed. And this stalker (laughs) says what goes, man. Yeah, do you say stalker or stalker? (laughs) It is stalk, isn't it? I, I think stock, I've said stock stalk. my whole life, but over the last like three months, so ever since that sketch, I think I've been saying stalk and assemblage. <laughs> We're seeing a pattern. William here. Stalkner. Sorry. <laughs> were you concerned with not with people not knowing what you were saying? I don't know how often I use the word stalk. <laughs> or assemblage. I certainly don't play the stalk market. <laughs> Because they don't accept f- raw f- food. You can't barter the stall market. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. They don't like my uh, corn futures. Stalks. <laughs> stalks on stalks. All right. I'm I'm falling. I'm in the stalk hole. So. Uh, good. Good show. Hit it. That was that was it. That was my topper. Good show. We're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are. Dead air. Take a toot. We got a good one.